Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is Pastor Fabiano and I'm currently ministering at Sinai and Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in South Australia. I am delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. Now, you might be on your way uh, home uh, from work, or you might just be at home chilling and resting and enjoying this beautiful afternoon. You know, we've had a really good week this week here in South Australia. Uh, good weather, in fact, and uh, uh, everything seems to be going good. Now, of course, we are also aware that uh, we are still uh, living in the times of the pandemics. However, we are so thankful that things have been really good here in South Australia. We pray, of course, for our brothers and sisters there in the East as well. Now, our theme for this week has been the the ecumenical spirit in the post-biblical world. You might be wondering, what does ecumenical mean? Well, the dictionary says that um, it is the representing of a number of different Christian churches. Now, that is when different religious groups, faiths, and Christian denominations come together, the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical biblical world that has been our theme our co-host for this week is glory at all we are so happy to have you in the studio once again gloria how are you i'm good thank you how are you i am doing much better than yesterday i thank god and uh how have your week been my week has been great okay okay what's been good about this week for you um the fact that i'm about to to finish school and I'm doing the final touches feels really wow. good. Wow, yeah. that's wonderful. Of course, we all look forward to finishing, uh, you know, our studies. There's that good feeling when you finish your studies. You feel like all the sudden you are released. <laughs> it's so good. So we thank God for that. And um, we would like to uh, remind our listeners that our theme has been ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world, and uh, Gloria is going to help us uh, 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 in this um, in the topic for today as we wrestle with today's topic under the same theme. However, you might be tuning in for the first time, and you might be wondering, wait a minute, how do I get uh, access to the previous presentations that I might have missed under this wonderful theme? Well, if you go to uh, www.faithfm.com.au and look for Big Q&A Program, uh, there you'll find the previous presentations and you'll be able to follow through uh, what we have studied thus far. Now, um, our topic for this week is, are there limits on unity in diversity? Let me repeat that. Are there limits on unity in diversity? We are going to be exploring this uh, topic together and... Um, Gloria is going to uh, help us here study this from a biblical standpoint and help us understand whether there are any limits. Now, I would just like to uh, begin with, once again, another news grabber. Of course, we love to open up with news grabbers just to give context to the pardon me, to the topic of which we're discussing today. <laughs> and so, my friends... Um, there's an article that was published in February the 3rd in 2016. This article was published by the World Religious News. Um, 
and uh, and he reported the following an ecumenical delegation all the way from Lutheran Church of Finland was welcomed by Pope Francis the visit marked feast of Saint Henrik the pontiff said to the visitors that the ecumenical pilgrimage is a clear sign that the Lutherans, Catholics, and Orthodox, Orthodox Church church members have recognized the factor uniting theme and they wish to bear witness to Jesus Christ, the original foundation of unity. In a sense, the Pope was saying, hey, we see that our brothers and sisters from the uh, from the Protestant world have recognized that, uh, you know, we need, you, we need to be united. And in order to be able to witness, uh, to the world about Jesus, we need to be united. We need, uh, uh we need a unity. So the fact that the Lutherans have come and, uh, united with the Catholic Church, it's a good sign according to the, uh, to the pontiff. Now, this, is the reason why we are going to explore whether there are any limits on unity in diversity. Can we be united regardless of our beliefs? Can we have unity regardless of, um, uh, regardless of our different practices in our Christian faith? Do all roads lead to Rome? You know the saying, do all religion, practices, and faith, and do, 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 do we all in our different religious beliefs, uh, 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 lead to the same destination? Are we heading to the same destination? That is the question. And, uh, we are going to explore uh, these questions and more uh, in this uh, in this discussion uh, uh, this uh, this evening. Now, Gloria, I don't know about you, but um, when you think about unity, diversity, and words uh, uh, like those, what are some of the things that comes to your mind when you think about unity, diversity, and things like that, especially in the Christian context? Uh, unity means coming together, having, okay. uh, one common, uh, as Christian, one common way of worship, one common okay. way of thinking, mm-hmm. and directing our worship to one person, as a Christian, I would say. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, definitely. So, you know, one way in, in which we, uh, uh, um, what should we say? What did you say again? One uh, way in which one way of worship. One way of worship. Okay. One truth. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, I think you just reminded me of Ephesians chapter four. It says, hey, "We're baptized into one body. We have one faith, one baptism." Okay. So that is what comes to our mind when we speak about unity. Now we need to make sure that we do not confuse unity and uniformity. Uniformity means, hey, we all talk the same way, we all walk the same way, we all dress the same way, we all, <laughs> you know, uh, no, we are not referring to that, we are referring to unity, being a uh, uh, united uh, uh, people uh, with a united cause, with a uh, one way of worship and so forth. Okay, now I've got a question here, uh, which I'd like to start off this discussion with. Uh, you know, we have emphasized the fact that uh, some people believe that so long as we are all good people and believe in God, we are all heading to the same direction, to the same destination, should I say. Now, how do you respond to that, uh, Gloria? Uh, uh, first of all, I'd say mm-hmm. Christian 
pluralism mm-hmm. is not what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, from what I understand, um, all all roads leads to Rome. To me, sounds like u- uniformity, mm. not mm. unity. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. not what the Bible teaches. Okay. And um, according to uh, Apostle Paul and Peter, they mm-hmm. uh, they clearly outlined that. Uh, we have unity That's in right. one body. That's right. And that is Christ. Mm-hmm. In fact, according to John chapter 14, verse 6, it says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So from this, we see that there is only one way. That's right. There is only one truth. That's really. right. And um, uh, unity that lacks these foundation stones uh, uh, is generally called political alliance. That's right. Such alliances are often seen in... Uh, uh, Places like government or social governing where you need to make certain compromises to make some people Mm. comfortable Mm. and not, and try not to bring discomfort to some people. Mm. So, Mm. uh, yeah, so that's where we, 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 we invite diversity. That's right. In unity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll explore that also a bit more uh, after that now. Okay. So you've said, you've quoted John 14, 6, and these are the words of Jesus. And Jesus says that he is the way. Yes. He is the truth and he is the life. It sounds like Jesus is saying here there is only one way, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he's not saying there are, you know, I am one of the way. No, no, no. He's saying I am the way. Now, that is uh, very significant and uh, very important to, uh, to bear in mind. Now, how do we reconcile the following scriptures? Maybe I'll read uh, a few scriptures and then maybe you can help us understand these. The first one that I have here is John chapter 7, verse 43. Now, in John chapter 7, verse 43, it says, So there was division. Let me maybe read it in context. Let me read it from verse uh, 41. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, Will the Christ come out of Galilee? Verse 42. Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the seed of David and from the town of Bethlehem? Where David was, verse 43 then, so there was division amongst the people because of him. That is one text. All right. The other text I wanted to look at is Luke chapter 12, verse 51. The gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 12, uh, starting from verse 51, it says, these are the words of Jesus. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you not at all, but rather division. Verse 52. For from now on, five in one house will be divided. Three against two, and two against three. Verse 53. Father will be divided against the son, and the son against the father. Mother against the daughter, and daughter against the mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. Wow. So, it sounds like Jesus' teaching, according to John chapter 7, and and in, in fact, what he even said in Luke chapter 12, that that, that brought and brings division, yeah. right? But in John chapter 17, verse 23, in his prayer, before he left this earth, Jesus said, you know, that um, praying for us, that, that he prayed that we may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, uh, and, and have loved me, uh, uh, have, have loved them as you have loved me. So Jesus prayed that we may be one. Um, in fact, verse 21 says that they may, that they, 
that they all may be one. So, my question is this. With those texts which we just referred to, how do we reconcile the fact that Jesus and his teachings brings division, but yet in other scriptures he's praying and asking that uh, uh, that uh, that uh, believers may be one and be united? How do we reconcile those those uh, uh, I mean uh, apparent uh, uh, contradict almost contradictory statements? How do we reconcile those? Uh, I feel like these uh, these statements mean that the truth may not be universally accepted. Okay. Like, uh, for example, in the present age, the, mm-hmm. in the times that we live in, uh, there are messages going around and preachers asking, let us all come together. That's right. Uh, we worship one God, one mm-hmm. faith, one mm-hmm. we shall all go to heaven. But we need to ask ourselves, how what is the truth really mm, what is the mm, truth that mm. leads us to 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 the ultimate goal that is inheriting the kingdom of god okay and that we only have uh, one truth mm-hmm. one way of worship and That's right. jesus says that i brought the uh, i brought a division and turning a mother against mm. his child mother mm-hmm. in law uh, mother-in-law right. against, against daughter-in-law, yeah, daughter-in-law. Yeah. yeah that means that uh, there's this truth that truth that not many people will accept mm. but only the few people will we'll accept, accept w- right. will be unified That's under right. under this one body mm. that that Christ is talking about okay yes so definitely he's not saying that um, uh, I guess from what I'm understanding here he's definitely not saying that He's not contradicting himself, let me put it that way. No. So the oneness he's referring to is oneness in Christ and in truth. Yes. Okay. That's oneness uh, mm-hmm. in, in Christ that is in him. So mm-hmm. the ones the people who believe in God will yes. be unified in him. Okay. And it's his desire for all of us to be unified in him. All right. Unified in the truth. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's that's quite interesting. Now I love the fact that Jesus uh, here makes this statement, especially in, in, in verse 21. He says, That they all may be one, as thou, the Father, art in me, and I in thee, uh, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, that all of them may be one, uh, one Father, just as you are in me and I in you. So definitely unity is referred to, but it's definitely unity in truth. Yes. And so we are thankful for that. Now, um, John chapter 16, verse 13. Uh, I think there, are, there, there is another text there that helps us to understand that we cannot have uh, divergent beliefs and views and claim to still be united. Uh, maybe I'll quickly read that and, and then and then we'll move on. Uh, uh, so I believe this might help us as well. John chapter 16, verse 13. Okay. Yeah, I'll read that. Uh, oh, yes. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. New International Version. Yes, yes. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, mm-hmm. he will guide you into all truth. So there is, from that point, we yes. understand this, the ultimate truth. Oh, right. The ultimate truth. Yes. Right, right. Okay. He will not speak on his own. Mm-hmm. I continue. Okay. He will speak only what he, he, he hears. That's right. And he will tell you what it, what it is to come. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. So there's this spirit of mm-hmm. truth mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Okay. That is the spirit okay. of Jesus. All right. There's the spirit of truth and there's the spirit that is not of truth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. will 
only uh, will point us to Jesus. We'll direct right. our worship to right. our Creator right. in Jesus. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. So we have, I guess, this uh, 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 learned quite a bit now regarding unity. Um, and um, is there is there any 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 anything else? Maybe we might need to point out before we take our first break. And then, uh, and then we can dig a bit more deeper. Anything else, uh, I guess, under any of the questions there that we have proposed, that, I mean, that I have posed there uh, in regards to unity uh, that you might want to share? Yes. Uh, unity is based on the intimate linkage of the individual believer to both mm-hmm. the Father and mm-hmm. the Son. Mm-hmm. As, we, as we read that verse about the Holy Spirit, that mm-hmm. is meant to give us an intimate relationship between uh, the believer that mm-hmm. is us Christian and mm-hmm. the father okay. and this holy spirit will point us to the truth Wonderful. and guide Wonderful. us to all truth right yeah. right okay dear friends we have just looked at in fact we have just scratched the surface in regards to this topic um are there limits on unity in diversity there are more wonderful things of which we are going to uh uh, to learn from this topic and I would highly encourage that you actually uh, stand by as we take a break we are going to come back and dig now much deeper um, the song uh, which we are going to uh, listen to now as we take a short break is Love Lifted Me by Alan Jackson Love Lifted Me by Alan Jackson please enjoy the song I was sinking deep in sin Far from the peaceful shore Very deeply stained within Sinking to rise no more But the master of the sea Heard my despair and cry From the waters lifted me Now safe am I Love lifted me Love lifted me When nothing else could help Love lifted me Love lifted me Love lifted me When nothing else could help Love lifted me All my heart to Him I give Ever to Him I'll cling In His blessed presence live Ever His praises sing Love so mighty and so true Marries my soul's best songs Faithful loving service to To Him belongs Love lifted me Love lifted me Nothing else could help Love lifted me Love lifted me Love lifted me When nothing else could help Love lifted me Love lifted me Love lifted me could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted 
what a beautiful song love lifted me and of course we are so thankful for the love of Jesus. In fact, the Bible says in John 15, greater love has none than this, that one will lay down his life for his friends. And that is what Jesus has done for you, my friend. And uh, I'm so thankful and grateful that uh, uh, you have tuned in into our program. Now, if you send us your contact details, your name and address, we can actually send you our free offer for this week. It is Revelation, the Bride, the Beast, and Babylon. That is the free offer which we are giving out this week. It is a DVD that goes in details about Christian history, even even goes on to uh, help us understand where we are headed in the future and how this world would end. It is called Revelation, The Bride, The Beast, and Babylon. If you send us your contact details uh, to 401 3050777 we can send this out for uh, to you for free i repeat the number that is 0401305077 so welcome again and you are listening to faith fm draft time big q and a with pastor fabiano nyonghuru our co-host today is gloria toll and gloria is a, is a uni student and um and a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. And she's also a member of the, of the Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia uh, uh, in the conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Now, our topic for, uh, for today is, are there limits on unity in diversity? And Gloria has just helped us to understand uh, uh, a little bit about this, and she has referred to the fact that not all roads lead to Rome, not all... Uh, beliefs lead to the same destination but we are going to explore now a bit more on this topic how does the bible portray unity in diversity and i'm going to hand it over to gloria now to break it down for us how does the bible portray unity in diversity before we get into uh, looking at the limits uh, 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 of unity in diversity so gloria help us understand now how does the bible portray unity in diversity uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, the Bible uh, portrays uh, unity, especially uh, all over through through the Bible. Mm-hmm. There are examples of of unity uh, in diversity. Yes. Um, for example, in First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twelve, yes. uh, which reads, uh, "Just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ." Therefore. Mm-hmm. We have different body parts united to make one one body. So this is an example of unity. That's right. Yeah, this right. verse to me screams uh, unity. That's There's right. unity in that, right. just as the body has different parts, but one piece. That's right. Yeah. E- even verse 13, sorry, it's jumping there. It says, for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one one spirit you see that emphasis once again yeah yeah that's that's quite interesting mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. says unity that's right uh another verse yes. we can read from uh galatians chapter 3 verse 28 all right and it says there's neither jew nor gentile yes neither slave nor free mm. nor uh is there male and female mm. for you all are one in Christ Jesus. That's right. So despite all your differences, male yes. and female, That's Jew right. and Gentile, That's right. you are all one in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> and, and, and I found that to be beautiful in that <coughs> the Bible emphasizes um, 
the Bible emphasizes this uh, uh, diversity and helps us by giving us these illustrations, the illustrations of the body. Because here's the thing. Uh, if you think about it, the hand is definitely not the leg. And the nose is far away from being the leg. But yet these different body parts, when they come together, they make one body and uh, it's, it's, it's such beautiful. It's such beautiful. But what else do we learn about, uh, uh, you know, unity in diversity in Scripture? Uh, you know, is there any other references? Because I can think of one. If, if you don't mind, I can, I can jump in there or you might have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can go first. All right. Ephesians 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 4, where it says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called into one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So, so, so you know, we have one faith, one Lord, which is Jesus Christ. We are baptized, you know, in one baptism, uh, but we are all forming one body. That is. That is quite beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so those are some of the examples of uh, unity. That's right. In the Bible. That's right. And, and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I wanted to read this important verse that right. also pointers to to unity. Okay. And that is Revelation chapter fourteen verse six, mm. and it says in the New International uh, mm-hmm. Version. That's right. Then I saw another angel flying mid air. And he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on earth, mm. to every nation, tribe, language, and people. That's right. Yeah, so that is another example of um, unity. In diversity. In diversity. That's right. The yeah. gospel goes to all people. Yes. God does not choose uh, only a minority of only a group of people to be the recipient of his truth. Uh, no, the, the Bible actually says that the gospel, the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ goes to all people. Yeah. Hence, Romans twelve five says, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. That is a beautiful thing that the Bible portrays, really. Yeah. Uh, that's quite interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So regardless of the skin color, <laughs> regardless of the education, regardless of the customs, regardless of the background, when we come in, you know, when we believe in Jesus, when we accept this truth, we all become united. That's, that's quite amazing. That's, that's beautiful. Yes. Uh, well, are there any limits then on diversity? Maybe help us now. Because here, this really answers the question, are there limits on, di- uh, are there limits on unity in diversity, for, which is the topic for today. So are there really any limits? Maybe help us understand this. Mm. Uh, yeah, there are limits in uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. As we've pointed out, okay. yes, we have uh, unity in diversity, but okay. are there limits in diversity? All right. And we'll begin with um, the, the first verse, um, Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Okay. And it says, mm-hmm. salvation is found in no one else. Right. For there is no other name under the heaven mm-hmm. given to mankind by which we must be saved. Right. So despite us all being of different races, different mm-hmm. tongues, different mm-hmm. color, mm-hmm. and different religions, different even? religions, okay. there is only one, okay. uh, one, um, <coughs> one way in which we will receive our salvation. All right. And it says uh, salvation is found in no one else. That's right. For there is no other name under the heaven given to mankind, mm. but 
by which we must be saved, and yes. that is Christ Jesus. That is Christ Jesus. Yes. So here is the thing: there might be a lot of people listening to us now, yeah, who might not even be Christians, yes, and uh, and there might be members of a different uh, faith, yeah, uh, and uh, different religion, you yeah. know, uh, and they are good people. Yes, they are doing what is right mm-hmm. according to what they know, and they believe we are all heading to the same destination. We will all be saved. That is not what we are hearing in here, are we? Yeah. Because he's saying, no, no, no. Salvation is only through one channel, only through one person, only through one God, and that is Jesus Christ. Yes. So really, there is no diversity here now. There's, there's a limit now yeah. when it comes to salvation, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. We mm-hmm. are narrowing down. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. We are narrowing it down now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so another verse yes. that um, points us um, to uh, uh, limits is okay. uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. All right. And it says, mm-hmm. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, mm. and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria mm-hmm. and to the ends of the world. All right. Um, oh, sorry, I read uh, Acts. Uh, chapter 1 verse 8 instead of Galatians. Galatians. I, I almost thought about it. But Galatians chapter 1 verse 8. All right. But that still uh, points us to to the unity. In the all right. <laughs> to the unity. In the, okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Galatians 1 verse 8 it says, but even, if, but even if we, let me read again, but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, to be accursed is yeah. is to be cursed. That's right. Yeah. This is uh, 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 this was the scenario where after Jesus had uh, you know uh, been crucified mm, mm. and uh, Paul was preaching mm. and there started to be other people who came up with different gospels. That's right. And so uh, in this verse, Galatians mm-hmm. chapter one verse eight says. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the angel. Now, an angel is even mightier than a human being. That's right. So he said, even if it's the angel himself Mm. that brings you something different from what I am teaching you, Mm. then do not believe him. Because Mm -hmm. there is Mm -hmm. only one gospel. One gospel. That's right. And that is the gospel of Christ. That's right. Well, today there's a lot of people who are having dreams. Mm -hmm. and, uh, And many are actually, you know, accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Now, we would say amen to that. But we must be careful, however, from what I'm hearing, that even these angelic beings who are appearing to many, uh, according to the testimonies that we are hearing, mm-hmm. that even if one uh, you know, uh, appears like a heavenly messenger, like an angel, even if they do not speak according to the gospel of Jesus Christ, or according to what is written, according to Isaiah chapter 8, verse 20 to 21, I believe, then we must, we must not listen to them. So there we can see that, once again, there's limits. Yeah. Uh, so there's this gospel and not that gospel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that gives yeah. us like a re- reference point. That's right. The SI unit. That's right. So if these people comes to us and That's say, right. look, I'm sent of God, hmm. uh, not uh, the Bible tells us uh, not everyone is 
sight of God. So mm. this should be what we test people That's right. uh, against. That's right. We That's say right. if they don't have the gospel mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. truth, mm-hmm. that is the gospel of Jesus, That's then right. we have a right to say we discredit you because you do not have the gospel of Christ. Right, yes. right. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. Any more, any more? Because we want to understand really whether there is any limits here. And, and what we are learning thus far, hey, there are, there are, there are limits. Because we are seeing that uh, uh, there is only one way to salvation. There is only one gospel. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, this, the other verse is Second uh, Timothy chapter four, verse three to four, mm-hmm. and yeah, this is just a verse that says we can't just say, okay, you believe that, and I believe this, so long as we love God, and it's all right. And my friend has said that you know, I have a friend who says, oh, don't worry, you believe that, I believe this. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> it's like there's some relativity. Yeah, relativity. Right. Rel- yeah, relati- relativism. Yeah, 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 that big word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's read Second uh, Timothy chapter four, verse three. All right. Yeah. You want me to read it? All yes, right. please. Uh, chapter four, verse three. It says, "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears." They they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they like, I'll just read verse four, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So f- when we we started, we we saw Jesus saying, "I've brought you division." That's right. And uh, not many will be united in me. Mm. So from what I gather from this verse, it says the truth might not be appealing to many. That's right. But it doesn't change the fact that it's the truth. The That's fact right. that you don't agree to the truth does right. not change the truth from being the truth. Mm. It's it uh, it just makes uh, use an opinion. That's right. And the truth that remains and right. doesn't change. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's quite interesting. All right. So we are seeing once again there are limits, you know, uh, there are limits definitely of unity in diversity. There are limits. There are limits to this unity in diversity uh, 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 topic of which we uh, are learning and discussing. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, in fact, I'm also reminded, Amos chapter 3. I'll just quickly jump in there. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Yeah. Uh, do you have it? Uh, yeah, I'll read. Mm-hmm. Uh, do two work together unless they have agreed to do so? Uh, that's a rhetoric question. That's right. Can two work together unless they have agreed to do so? Definitely not. No. Because you must have an agreement. Yes. If, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. so yeah. For for two people to work together, mm. they have to 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 agree. Lest right. they fight, That's lest right. they they don't end up in the same direction. Mm. So that means that um, we should have um, a point of unity That's for right. us to be united, for That's us right. to be a peaceful people. That's right. We should be united, and mm. Uh, mm. Uh, who are we united in? Mm. We should mm. be in mm. united in in Christ. in Christ and in His truth. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And we have already seen, of course, John 16, 13, which says that it is the Holy Spirit that leads us to truth. Yes. And uh, we are so thankful for the work of the Holy Spirit on our hearts and in our lives. And yeah. uh, that is wonderful uh, good news. And, of course, we have already seen John fourteen six, which has already said, hey, I am the way. That is Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the, the life. life. Yes. So, really, what I'm hearing is that, yes, the Bible does speak about 
unity in diversity. Yeah. But not at the expense of truth. Yes. And so when it comes to truth and the way of salvation, then we must be united. We must all believe the same and have the same uh, practice because when it comes to uh, 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 um, when it comes to unity, when it's concerned with us matters of salvation, when it's concerned with matters of doctrines, then there is no this and that. Yeah. No, no, no. There is only one truth. Yeah, that is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, so I guess that as I think of that, then when I was when I when I shared with you the uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 statement from the World Religious News, which said that the pontiff said that, you know, the visitors, um, uh, he said that, uh, he said to the visitors that uh, the ecumenical pilgrimage is a clear sign that the Lutherans, the Catholics, the Orthodox Church members have recognized the factor, uh, the factor uniting them as they wish to be witnesses and so forth. You know, when I quoted that statement, I think for some of us, that would have, that, that should have raised some questions. How can, you know, different religions and different faiths come together with different beliefs and claim to be united. Really, you cannot be united unless you be agreed. We just read the scripture that says, "Hey, you have to have you have to have um, you have to hold the same beliefs." Yes. Right. Right. Interesting. Well, any anything else that you'd like to add before we take a short break? Oh, uh, yeah. I would like to point us to to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, so the Holy Spirit is the one who brings out about unity mm-hmm. and truth. That's right. Remember, Christ said, um, the, "I'm the way and the, the truth. truth and, and the, the life. life." That's right. So uh, from uh, we can see John chapter fifteen verse twenty six, mm. and it says, uh, "When the Advocate comes." Who I will send to you for the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father. He will testify about me, and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Mm. So Jesus promised to send us a helper. That's right. And, that's right. Uh, from this version, it says an advocate. An advocate. That's uh, right. What does the word advocate mean to you? A helper. Uh, yeah. Or advocate. someone who is uh, of your best point. interest. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah to yeah, save you yeah, and to yeah. point you to that's right. to the truth. That's right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit uh, brings about unity mm-hmm. and points us to the truth. His task is to guide believers into all truth, as mm-hmm. portrayed mm-hmm. in John chapter sixteen, verse thirteen. That's right. Clearly, then. Christ-centered truth is the basis of unity. That's right. There is one key to unity, mm-hmm. and the and the key to and the key is Christ, mm-hmm. the ultimate uh, key to unity. That's right. That's yes. right. Well, that's profound. Now, I would like to invite our dear listener once again to stay with us. We're just going to take another short break before we bring everything together. We have learned quite a lot, and we are so thankful for uh, what you are sharing with us. And uh, so let us quickly take another short break. Thank you. Want to hear more of your favorite presenters? Download the free Faith FM app for Apple and Android and stream hundreds of podcasts whenever you like.
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru and our co-host today is Gloria Toll. Gloria is a uni student and a Christian, a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church at Meros Park uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. Our topic for today has been, are there limits on unity in diversity? But dear friend, I would like to send you a free offer. And this is a wonderful DVD um, titled Revelation, the Bride and the Beast and Babylon. We can send that to you for free if you send us your contact details. Just send us or text us your name, your address, and, uh, and we'll send this out to you. If you text to 0401-305-077, and that is 0401-305-077. We can send this free offer to you for free. Now, we have been discussing about unity in diversity, whether there are any limits, and we have explored how, there are, how the Bible speaks a lot about unity, different members of the church forming one body in Christ, the body of Christ, different gifts in the, in, in the church. Um, uh, however, we have one body still, though there are different gifts. 
uh, different abilities in the church but forming one body as it is illustrated in Ephesians chapter 4. But then we went on to stress the point, hey, is there any limits on unity in diversity? And we looked at a number of statements, and one of them I would like to just briefly uh, bring back to your attention before uh, Gloria summarizes our lesson for today and, and, and brings it all in together. Acts chapter 4 verse 12, we are told that there is only one way to salvation. There is only one name given and given to us under heaven by which we might be saved and that is the name Jesus Christ and so salvation is through Jesus alone not only that Galatians 1.8 where it says that there is only one gospel there is only one truth so not all truth lead to the same destination so dear friends we definitely do have limits to uh, unity in diversity so therefore though many are calling for uh, a unity, an ecumenical unity, we see that we cannot be together and worship together and claim that we are worshiping the same God whereas we hold different beliefs. That is not what the Bible teaches. But let me hand it over back to Gloria who has been helping us understand this topic that she may summarize everything for us together. Oh, thank you very much. And um, uh, we have looked at uh, unity in the Bible. We have looked at examples of unity and diversity in unity. And we have narrowed, narrowed it down. And we've seen that uh, there, are, yeah, truly, there are limits to limity, mm. to unity. Unity, that's right. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm getting mixed up with the words. And yeah, so we've seen that... Uh, Christ is the key to unity. Mm. And I came across this uh, quote from Adventist Unit, uh, Adventist Home, page 179 this week as I was reading. That's right. So Adventist Home, did you say? Yeah. Adventist yeah. Home, page 179. All right. Yeah. I just want to make sure the, the audience... Get the reference. Oh, All yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a book, right? It is All a right. book, and okay. it's, uh, the author of the book is uh, Ellen G. White. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in her book, she said, the cause of division and discord in our families and in church is separation from Christ. Mm. To some, to come near to Christ is to come near to one another. Mm. The secret of true unity in the church and in the family is not diplomacy. It's not management mm-hmm. and it's not superhuman effort to overcome difficulties. Mm-hmm. Though there will be much of the, this to do by union in Christ. Mm. So mm. all this uh, diplomacy going on saying uh, we need to be uni- unified. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. to have one worship. You, mm-hmm. We need to, to have one voice. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, even the world in itself is proof that that does not work. Mm. Yeah. So right. yeah. So um, there are some instances where the the church may be unified with the government and therefore uh, making compromises mm-hmm. to 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 the truth. And mm-hmm. yeah. So those people saying your truth is your truth, my truth is my truth, mm-hmm. and therefore making. Uh, Christian make compromises Compromises. in some instances. But in our study today, we've seen Mm -hmm. that the key to unity Mm -hmm. is Christ. And when we are unified in Christ, Mm -hmm. we shall become one body. And Mm -hmm. as you know, Mm -hmm. uh, for a body to function, Mm -hmm. 
it has to be in one piece mm-hmm. uh the the head must be in line with the heart must mm-hmm. be in line with the soul mm-hmm. for it to function completely so we've seen that uh we we have to be unified in Christ and and the the person the the thing that's going to help us to to point us to the truth and mm-hmm. to point us to Christ mm-hmm. is is the holy spirit Wonderful. and how do we get the holy spirit in our lives mm. by praying by praying that's y- right yeah that's so right. when we pray we invite the holy spirit to mm. to come and talk to us in fact the bible calls the holy spirit the comforter that's right and uh and uh this holy spirit will also point us to to our truth that's right so um it is an appeal to our dear listener mm-hmm. that even sometimes you as an individual mm-hmm. can have your mind cannot disagree with you cannot agree mm-hmm. with your heart mm-hmm. or you cannot agree with yourself mm. so um how do you find uh the truth how do you find uh unity mm-hmm. you pray and seek Christ and invite the holy spirit mm. and to seek Christ who is the author of all truths that's right yeah so as a parting shot i would I'd like to read uh psalms chapter 133 verse 1 mm-hmm. and it says how good and pleasant it is when god's people live together in unity wow that's yeah. a beautiful verse and in fact uh, as i think about this as well uh, as as we are about to close with prayer and i also think about Church members yeah. who may be having disagreements, yeah. uh, or family members who might be having disagreements. But I think in that statement you just read, it says the cause of division and discord in families and in the church is separation from Christ. Exactly. I pray that uh, our listeners will find time to pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit yeah. and ask. Um, that the Holy Spirit will lead them to Christ, to a more closer walk with God. And not only that, to have a love for the truth, because it is the truth which will set us free. And of course, once we embrace truth, we will only be united by with those who embrace truth. Otherwise, can two walk together lest they be agreed? Definitely not. So, dear friends, let us close with a prayer. Thank you for tuning in to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. It's been a wonderful uh, uh, discussion we've had with Gloria too. Now, Gloria, are you happy to close with a word of prayer and pray for all of us and our dear listeners as well? All right. Um, let's believe and pray. Mm-hmm. Kind and loving Master, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We give you thanks and praise for according us this opportunity to seek your word, to seek your truth, and to seek uh, the guidance from the Bible and your and your word. We thank you that you have planted the seeds of truth in our hearts, that you mm-hmm. may continue to water the seeds of truth, truth Jesus. Even to our dear listener who might be wondering, what is the truth? How do I find the truth? And who who do I go for the truth? Lord, may you direct them. May you send them the power of the Holy Spirit to interpret to them the truth and to direct them to the truth. I pray, Jesus, that um, uh, our dear listener may develop a love for you and seek you and find you because you say, when you seek me, you will find me. Mm-hmm. So I commit all of us, uh, uh, the team for today, Pastor Nyankuru and I, that you may continue to equip us with knowledge and wisdom so we may continue to reach out to many people and uh, and 
let them know about your word. I commit everything in, in your hands that you may guide and lead. For it is in Jesus' holy name do I pray and believe. Amen. 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 Thank you, dear friends. We would like to invite you to tune in tomorrow as we will be uh, coming to an end of the theme for this week. And the theme for this week has been uh, the ecumenical spirit in a post-biblical world. I would like to ask that uh, you uh, enjoy the next song which I'm about to play for you and have a blessed night and enjoy this beautiful item by BYU Vocal Point and it is the song Near My God to Thee and here is the song Shall see your excellency, your excellency.